Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and welcome back to my series on the seven steps to being a trader. Now, it's quite interesting that uh, we just constantly get phone calls from people and emails from people just saying they want somebody to follow or, um, I suppose, for want of a better word, a mentor, somebody they can just talk to every now and again and follow up their trading, and I'm thinking... How does that make you a trader? And it is quite interesting that people think that they can just follow a trader and, and automatically, by osmosis, understand what they're doing and and be able to do that. But they become self-reliant. And if you actually Google or Wikipedia or you look in the dictionary what a mentor is, and a mentor is somebody who empowers you, not disempowers you. Um, and following somebody actually disempowers you because you're not developing the knowledge and experience yourself. But it is quite interesting we do get that. Um, if you haven't listened to the, the first um, step in the podcast series, or first of my seven steps, go and um, review the, the former podcast. As I said, it's um, podcast one in the series, Seven Steps to Being a Trader. Step one was the why, or understand your why. And as what we talked about is if unless you understand the why, then what you do and how you do it is, is completely irrelevant because you're doomed to fail anyway. Um, in, for major reasons is that as soon as you get a hurdle, that you'll give up. And the interesting thing is it's we talk about risk all the time in terms of being a trader and, um, and I teach risk all the time to traders and understanding money management risk in trading. But um, a lot of people make... Um, their lifestyle or make their life about minimizing risk which is nice but unless you risk something you don't get anything um unless you there's like there's an old saying that i have i have unless you send out an invitation you don't nobody comes to your party but you've got to get risk being rejected to actually get something and every day we take risks by you know getting in the car to go to work or we take get out and go for walk on the shops you know people have accidents we get on planes we you know, we, we risk, you know, if we go to, if you're a younger person, that you know, going to a nightclub, you risk being rejected. All sorts of different things that we do about being risked. But it seems to be when it comes to our money, whole different ball game that we get. And a lot of people stumble on that why, because they, if your why's not big enough, then you're not going to make step number two. And step number two in the seven steps to being a trader is make a decision. Um... And what I find is we get lots of people on the phone, um, as I said, and emails all the time. Like, And I would say somewhere in the vicinity of 70 to 80% of people get stuck right here. They don't really understand their why. They have a desire. Well, sorry, they have a wish to be a trader. They have a wish to be more successful in their share market investments, get better returns. They have a wish to um, have control of their money, um, you know, generate better uh, returns on their self-managed super fund. Um, they have a wish to be self-reliant in retirement. Excuse me. But then a wish is not 
something you're in possession of. It's it's more of a wishful thinking, if that makes sense to you. Um, and wishful thinking doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, you need to understand your why. What is your why? So what I would suggest you do is take a, a few minutes of your time, maybe stop this podcast for a second or for a few minutes and just write down what it means to you to be a trader. Like what, what, how is that going to change your life? What is what, what would be controlling all your money or being con- full control of your financial future that you could earn whatever money that you wanted to earn whenever you wanted to earn it? What, how would that change your life? How would that affect your family um, and people around you not just yourself, and, and really get into that. Maybe take five minutes and do it, and then start the podcast again, and then view this podcast from a different point. Because unsuccessful people make decisions on their current situation. Successful people, on the other hand, make decisions on where they want to be or where they desire to be. Because when your goal is actually clear, the decisions become really, really easy. And this is the biggest stopping point for most people who desire to become a trader, is they, they, they won't make decisions. Because at the end of the day, there's, there's, with the internet out there and, and so much going on, more choice leads to paralysis. And we talk about it in trading terms. We, you know, is people come to us and say, I, I, I get people coming to me and they say, oh, I want to go and trade America. I go, why? And they go, because there's more opportunity over there. And they go, well, why is there more opportunity? And they go, there's more shares over there to trade more markets to trade. And I went, that's great, but more is not better. More leads to paralysis. More leads to confusion. More choice is more confusing. Um, Whereas the best traders I know focus on very few. So the unsuccessful people are making decisions that the successful people don't make because they think it's a way to go, having more choice, but it's not. More choice leads to more paralysis, and therefore we we fail to make decisions, both on in, enhancing our trading future about where how to become a trader, but also when we're actually trading as well. And so that's what I was saying: is once your goal is clear, the decision is really, really easy. And we get people making decisions, and they go, "Yeah, look, I'd like to do your course, but I don't have a lot of money." And so I'm going to read some more books and I'll surf the web because books are cheap and the internet's free. Now, the thing is, that's the same as, as what we're saying. Unsuccessful make decisions on their current situation. So they go, I don't have a lot of money, but that they could have. And some of those people have hundreds of thousands of dollars, but they, don't, they say they don't have a lot of money. And they're just making these excuses because they don't trust themselves enough because they don't understand their why. And by making a decision to become a trader, then all of a sudden they're opening themselves up to risk. And just to dabble a little bit and put a few thousand dollars on the market, buy a book um, and read that and read the internet and try and dabble on it, they're not taking very big risks. So therefore they won't make them feel bad if they lose a few dollars. So that's what I'm saying is they don't, they're actually making a decision on where they are, not where they'd like to be or where they desire to be. If you're desired to be a, be a trader, then... Make all your decisions based on being that trader. Uh, and then you'll do what the trader does and you'll obviously have what the trader has. From here, you can do three things. You can do nothing, you can do something, or you can procrastinate. Successful people won't procrastinate. They'll just do something. So they'll make that decision. They'll go, they'll say, I, look, I really want to be a trader. That's my goal. I'm definitely going to be a trader. I'm going to troll my own money. So what do I have to do to become that trader? And they will make the decision to do our diploma share trading course. The unsuccessful people will spend two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten years. And we've had this. These people 
um, they do that and, and then they ring us up two, three, four, whatever years later and they go, oh, yeah, I wish I'd listened to you a few years back and, and done your course. Uh, what have you done in the, in the meantime? Well, I've read books on Surf the Web and I've lost money, I've been inconsistent, etc., etc. And we hear these stories so often and then we say to them, what are you going to do now? And they go, oh, look, your course is, you know, oh, I, I don't have the time or the money to do your course now, I might just read some more books. And they repeat this cycle of being unsuccessful. Some realise that that's the wrong way to go and then they'll, they'll do our course. Now, I'm not doing this to promote and say you should be doing our course. I'm just saying as most people... And I'm saying 70, 80% of people um, don't make the right decisions for themselves to be where they want to be because they fear losing. They fear um, losing capital. They fear spending money and not getting that return on it. So therefore, they fail to make that decision, which means they're, if they either procrastinated or nothing, then their, their outcome is absolutely 100% guaranteed because they stay where they are. They know that that's where they stay. To actually do something puts you out at risk, which is what I was talking a little bit earlier. And putting yourself at risk is then you're, you're risking success or failure. Not making a decision is guaranteeing failure. So and a lot of people tend to be comfortable with that. I personally am not comfortable with that. Um, I'd rather make decisions to keep moving forward. If you keep moving forward, at least, but let's say you're, you're, you make the decision to become that trader. Let's say you only get halfway there. It's still better than where you are right today. And that's where I'd like to leave our podcast because when your goal's clear, your decisions are really, really easy. So as I said, take some time, think about what it is to be a trader, write it all down and, and, and really get into it and say, okay, what would life be like for me and my family if I was a trader being self-sufficient now? Find your why, make the decision and move through to step two. Um, and then we'll get on to step three in our next podcast. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Good luck, good trading, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.